queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Actually, I should say the the consequences of double recording one weekend is it's been two weeks since the last the three of us have gotten together and all hell is broken loose in the fucking wrestling world. Uh, not just WWE in the fucking wrestling world. Can, can I make one one thing first before we get any further, please? Today is technically quote unquote Father's Day, but the date is also Juneteenth. To all you conservative cunts out there bitching about other corporations saying happy Juneteenth. Why aren't you saying happy Father's Day? Father's Day lands on a different Sunday every fucking year. Juneteenth is a specific holiday. It is the emancipation of the slaves. The last slaves were freed on this day. I mean, you're just saying the quiet part out loud that you're fucking racists. But on that note, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Father's Day and every black person a happy Juneteenth. Because y'all know what? Y'all are the real ones and fuck everybody else. And also, happy birthday, Bougie. Yes, happy happy birthday, birthday, Bougie. Bougie. Yes, and uh, you, me, and... You, us, and uh, Rev got some unfinished business, but... Oh, yeah, we definitely got some unfinished business. Yo, Rev, Rev, yo, Rev, why did you not comment? I comment on all your TikToks. You don't say shit back to me. Probably scared. Hopefully hopefully I can get those... You scared? If you're not not scared, your ass better be back on our show in July. Yeah, I... We'll deal with them in July. Hopefully, if I can get those. Yeah, because what? If I'm not mistaken, he had a pretty, pretty set amount of Crocs up his ass, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Including a flaming one. Yep, I seen it online. That was great. That was epic. Yeah. All right, but before we get into everything, I do have a little bit of a housekeeping tip. uh, The housekeeping to take care of. Uh, First of all. as of this past week, our podcast has now joined the Around the Block Network, and so we definitely want to thank them for joining, uh, for letting us join their wonderful uh, company and everything. And we've mentioned this a thousand times on the show because Kayla started the site. She's a wrestling department head. I'm with the wrestling department, but EDF Sports is now our official sponsor. Thank you so much. All right, ladies. Let's get down to it. 
Okay. So this past week, the news reports came out that a special um, special board of the committee was investigating Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis for a hush payment of $3 million that was made. And then Friday, another bombshell that Vince was voluntarily stepping away as CEO and chairman. And the board apparent, uh, appointed Stephanie as interim in the meantime. And so, but Vince is still overseeing uh, creative, which I don't agree with, but whatever. It's like all hell's broken loose. And based on the allegations, I don't see Vince coming back from this at all. And we were talking about it before we started recording and everything that uh, it sounds like a, it's a, SmackDown sounded like a goodbye and everything. Kayla, go ahead. No questions. Just go ahead. <laughs> um, I do want to say, um, regardless of what the situation going on with Vince McMahon, um, honestly, on SmackDown, he didn't get no boost. It was, you might have had a few in there, but no matter what, as much as we might despise his choices sometimes, um, but the wrestling community, WWE Universe, are always going to respect Vince McMahon because we wouldn't be where we were today if it wasn't for him ever starting it. Um, it wouldn't be our favorites, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Cody at this point. Um, even the crazy thing of Elias and Eli- uh, Ezekiel, which I'm still intrigued how that's going to work out on Monday Night Raw. Um, <laughs> but... I'm just saying, Vince McMahon is what started WWE. He brought the WWE Universe together. He brought our favorite WWE superstars together. Like I said, we may not always remember, um, always not always, not remember, we may not always like what he says, but we can't always agree with everything. Um, Vince, I hope everything does work out. If this is, you know, if this is true, then well, you screwed up. But um, this is goodbye um and you're still part of creative that's a good thing um in a way some people may say stephanie's going to screw it over no i think stephanie's got it you saw what she started with the re- uh, women's ev- uh, revolution where it's got started where's it at now um so regardless of what happens from now you know i still support vince i mean i can't you know not support him because you might've made a mistake, but we all make mistakes. And, you know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be a WWE fan today. So, um, all I'm going to say then now forever together. So, and Stephanie, get ready to kick some ass. We need need some serious changes. And I think she might have it up her sleeve because like I said, you saw what she did to the woman. So, God, I hope so, too, and everything. But the only thing that worries me is, like, Vince still overseeing creative and everything, because so it's, like, how much of the changes and everything are we actually going to see on screen? So that's that's my only, I mean, that's my only concern. About not, everything. because even when he was, you know, up in CEO, he was still part of creative, so unless Stephanie decides she wants to throw some of her ideas in there, but like I said, we may not even see no changes. Never know. Hey, anything's possible. It's I mean, WWE. It's, <laughs> well, of course, of course, it's WWE. But um, 
Yeah, and 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 it's if the allegations and everything are true and everything, then um, yeah, Vince needs to kick rocks, and so does uh, Papa Laurinaitis too, and everything. And oof. but um, absolutely crazy. And Jester, whenever you've uh, cleared that mouth of yours, go right ahead. Number one, Brad Shepard, you're a cunt. Apparently, he released the paralegal's name or the, the employee's name on Twitter, on social yeah. media. So, yeah, Brad Shepard, you can, uh, how do I politely say, suck my fucking dick. Secondly, Vince isn't being accused of forcibly having sex with somebody. He's accused of having consensual sex and paying hush money. Probably there's a clause in his fucking prenup with linda maybe if this is divorce he we we don't know why he paid the hush money but right now everything is quote-unquote consensual there's no force there's no nothing anything that gets johnny ace fired i'm all for this also anything that gets kevin dunn fired i'm all for this yeah it's like what the hell (laughs) but we do have a lot to be thankful for when it comes to vince mcmahon and there were a few boos, just a little bit, mm-hmm. not a lot. And people were like, oh, good, they're not booing. And again, these are the, the marks out there that love to stir shit up and just be grade A assholes. But, you know, no offense. It's just like people singing Judas's theme song. We all know that Jericho is a maggot. His wife is a maggot. They're at the, his wife and his mother-in-law were at the insurrection on January 6th, but people still love, respect, and hold Jericho in, to, in high esteem. And they still sing Judas. People will sing. Hell, people still like Redacted's theme song. I mean, actually, really good effing theme song for the man. So Vince being Vince, you know, we all saw him as this billionaire playboy. And so he got his dick wet. Did it, does, does it hurt me physically? No. The only thing that it hurts is his, his bottom line and hurts his relationship with his wife and his family. And it hurts his, his standing with the business. It doesn't hurt us as fans. It doesn't not have any standing with the fans. So I think people, didn't cheer Vince McMahon, the man. They cheered Vince McMahon, the character. And while, yes, they pretty much are one in the same in some points, Vince McMahon, the character, has a bigger ball set than Vince McMahon, the man. <laughs> so I have, I have no fucking... It is what it is, in my opinion. Again, the guy got his dick wet. We don't know what else happened. And with him being still a part of creative, doesn't mean he has bottom line say, though. That could be Stephanie. And the amount of praise that Sean Ross Sapp has been stating that is behind the scenes for her, especially amongst the women's locker room. You know, a lot of people are like, that's my fucking boss. Let's fucking go. A lot of people have been wanting this. Um, somebody put out the meme. They put uh, 
the shield Seth Rollins backstabbing on Roman Reigns and put Vince's head on Roman and Stephanie on Seth. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, you know, I, 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 I mean, I have not watched SmackDown and I fucking tuned in. Normally I would be on my computer with my TV on and or watching baseball because I'm the Phillies are fucking red hot right now. Like literally they, they got off to a shitty start and my, my, my fighting fills are fucking clawing their ass back in there. But yeah, no, like I've just, I tuned in. I literally turned off the baseball game and tuned in. I'm like, what the hell is this man going to say? So I say it is what it is. Nobody in this fucking world is perfect. No. So to to quote the lovely woke Christians that are complete and total cunts, ye without sin can cast the first stone. So anybody judging Vince, um, I want to check all y'all's closets. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to find a skeleton or a rainbow bow in a few of them. No, but it's like you made it's like you made a good point because it's like there's been people like over the years and especially in these times, it's like um like um my like Michael Jackson, you can respect him as you respect him as a singer, but you couldn't respect him as a person because he made questionable choices. These days, um Kane, Glenn Jacobs, you respected Kane as the performer, but it's like you want to tell Glenn Jacobs to go fuck himself. Because of all the shit he's been saying on Twitter and everything, so I, it's I just, believe it, uh, Sean Waltman told him to do that. Yeah, so, yeah, I saw that too and everything. And and that one's hard to say because it's um, Steve. He's Steve's favorite of all time. Kane is and everything. So it's kind of like redacted. Was one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved him. I mean, I can't even listen. His theme song was one that when I was in, in, in college, I listened to in the gym. Like, I would listen to that to, like, ride the bike or lift weights. Or like, so the, you, you can't just automatically, well, be like, oh, well, this person said this or this, like, you know, th- people are human. People make mistakes. People fuck up. Hell, even Snooka or, or Sonny, for yeah. fuck's sake, they've both been accused of killing people. Right. But Snooka is still revered. Sonny's not so much, and we want her out of the Hall of Fame, but still. Hogan is a giant fucking racist. He got let back in. He got let back in. Ric Flair is a fucking pervert and should have been arrested and been put on the sexual assault registry. He should be a sex offender. But people fucking revere that tired old man well speaking of arrest the other bombshell <sighs> that dropped and we and we, this was our this was going to be our original opener until vince vince news dropped and everything unfortunately jeff hardy was arrested again driving with suspended license dwi and AEW announced that he is indef- he's suspended without pay pending um, rehab. And Jolie, I know you had a shitload you wanted to say about this, including 
uh, Mrs. Hardy and everything, his wonderful sister-in-law. So, Lord George, Jester. All right, I want to get the uh, Rebbe out of the way because somebody posted this and I got into an argument with them. She made a joke and people called her an enabler. I didn't call her per se an enabler. I called Matt an enabler. And the reason why I called Matt an enabler is that he should know his brother's habits. And he should know that when you go to Narcotics Anonymous and before anybody asks, well, how do you know this? I've been to a Narcotics Anonymous meeting with a friend of mine. And I've been to an AA meeting with another friend of mine. So I kind of know what the do's and don'ts are. Um, so the major don't when it comes to NA or even AA is to not participate into anything that is addictive. And I said this when Jeff was let go. And we, I swear to God, I think it was Drew that even said it, that he was out drinking with the boys. Or it was big. Once somebody said that, you know, he would go out with them to the bar and have a drink with them. That is a no-no. That is a big fucking no-no when you are a recovering addict. And we all know he's a recovering pill addict. He had all those pills busted at his house. We also know that he's a former alcoholic. So if you're telling me that WWE, who sensed something was wrong, that they, they saw the signs and offered help, offered a drug test. Well, they, they didn't offer. They, they demanded a drug test. And as somebody pointed out, he could still be taking stuff but claim that it was prescription. Which, again, is another big no-no. Because when you get on prescription drugs like that, it has, to be very, it has to be monitored to a certain degree. Again, not only have I been to a meeting, but I've also researched it for uh, a book I was attempting to write. So I, I do know some of the ins and outs of when it comes to being an addict. And Matt... You always sense when somebody family-wise is is struggling. And, you know, Matt coming out and saying, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. He's the healthiest ever's been. And then you see him doing all the more daredevil shit in AEW that WWE had actually backed off of him doing. I mean, I couldn't be the only one saying that they didn't have him in so many ladder matches or extreme spots because they were being careful with this man's health and here you have tony Khan putting him in a fucking ladder match with darby allen or whatever the fuck that match was like and the scary thing is they pulled the cops pulled the guns on jeff we, we the video is out there and he did say that he needs to get to the hospital and get to a scan jeff hardy is not healthy there is something wrong with jeff and i said as soon as he got let go from the wwe he does not he should be banned from ever stepping foot in a, in a wrestling ring ever again. And I will stand by that. Because you, you don't just walk out the way that he did. Right. And then, you know, come back to the fans and like act like nothing happened. Something is wrong. And I want the man healthy for his kids. 
Now, if Tony Khan was any sort of a man, he would, yes, he did, you know, finally acknowledge what happened and said he suspended pending rehab. If Tony is any sort of a man, when it, if and when Jeff comes back to AEW, he puts his foot down and says, no more extreme matches, no more ladder matches, no more headshots, no more stupid over-the-top daredevil shit. The most daredevil thing that he did, I think, in WWE was jump, do the, do the swanton. That was it. Yeah, he was limited in, in his moveset, but guess what? That probably prolonged his fucking life. So that's where I felt that Matt was the enabler. He, he put him into those situations. He brought him into AEW where they knew they could get away with certain shit. And because Tony wants the ratings. Tony seems to only care about the ratings. I mean, Jesus Christ, how many times were people saying that Mox was drunk backstage before a match or during a match? Hell, there was a, uh, there was a clip on the uh, roads to the top where uh, Mox said he to Brandy that he was hungover. So to me, that says AEW is not a safe working environment. And they let these guys, they let Matt Hardy wrestle with a concussion. Yeah, I remember that one. But on to Rebby. I'm not calling you an enabler, Rebby. But you do not joke about addiction, especially right now when that is one of the highest things that is killing people in America. You don't fucking joke about addiction. That is my issue with you. One of them, but that's my main issue with you right now. So you making your stupid little joke with the Tiger King and all that bullshit? No, no, sweetheart. Uh Uh-uh. You can take a seat. Yeah, it's how you cope. How I cope with people making a joke out of fucking uh, addictions is that I punch you in your fucking mouth. Do you know what it's like to be a cutter to have that self-harm? I don't joke about fucking addiction. I don't. I was addicted to that pain. Because it's the only thing that quieted the voices in my head. You don't fucking joke about it. Because when you joke about it, It's kind of like you're normalizing the behavior. Don't normalize addictive behavior. Well, it's just normal. So it's normal for Jeff, but you don't think that Matt could fall back into that? You don't think your kids could fall into that? Don't joke about it. Be proactive. Educate. You know, you coming for people and calling you an enabler. Yes, they were wrong calling you an enabler, but don't fucking joke about it, dude. Well, Rebby said, you know, no, 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 no. I don't care. You don't fucking joke about it. You, If you want a joke, you make a private joke to Matt or to your father or to your friends that's not on social media. You basically belittled Jeff with his issues. You, you, you made him, you just, you made a lot of things worse for him. And it's not right because addiction and, and getting sober is not a quick fix. It's a one day, every day for the rest of your life. I mean, yes, you have success stories. Mike Bennett, God bless him. But then you got guys like... um. 
Rodriguez, the announcer mm -hmm. from, uh, from Del Rio, he fell off the wagon again. Mm -hmm. You've got girls like Smiley Kylie, who, who posted her sober chip online. Good for her. You don't belittle. You lift up addicts that are struggling, that need that hand up to say, hey, I get it. You feel like you're drowning, but you are valid. And we can make it through this if you take my hand. Yes, I get it. Jeff is an adult. And the adult thing to do is to stand there and be there for him and help him through this. No matter how angry or pissed off you are that he fucked up again. Because as bad and as pissed off as you are that he fucked up again, you don't know what's going on in his head. You don't. And a lot of times when addicts fuck up, they get madder at themselves. And then they do stupid things. They go for something harsher to get those voices out of their head or get that pain under control. So, Jeff, I doubt you're going to hear this. But my message to you is go get that brain scan that you wanted to get. Get into rehab. Get healthy for your wife and your daughters. That's if you still have them, because I remember you saying the next time you go in, you were going to lose them and just get healthy. And I hope your wife and kids are still there for you. And I hope Rebby is there for you. And I hope Matt is there for you. But I think it's time for you to officially retire. And that breaks my heart because I've been a Hardy Boys fan since 1999. Only because, you know, I never saw their Omega stuff. But, well, actually, not 99. It's like earlier. I'm, I'm thinking of Team Extreme. Like, their, their matches with The Brood and Edge and Christian. You know, it's just... Your health is more important than the audience cheers. That's all. All right. I... Do have some information that I found out about why he's going for the brain scan, but I'm gonna let Kayla talk first. Um, I'll make it short and sweet. I won't go into big depth. Um, but like Julie stated, you know, it kind of stings a little bit because you know the Hardy Boys is like your when you get into wrestling, they're like one of your absolute favorite tag teams of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, Jeff, buddy, please get help. Make this work make this stick, you know, get better for yourself, not just for yourself, your family, kids, whatever happens with that situation. I am a little disappointed in you, Jeff, because of your little incident that happened because it took you and Matt out of the match, which gave us the first ever two-time AEW tag team champions belonging to the motherfucking Young Bucks. I, got, I do have some more information about that. Relax, but go, go ahead, go ahead. But anyway, um, it just aggravates me. I know. And I did find out because Jungle Boy apparently was legit hurt. So that's why they ended up. So anyway, plus note, congrats. You ain't keeping it long enough. But anyway, Jeff, just just get better. For yourself, for your family, for the fans, and if giving up wrestling is what you have to do, then do it. But yet, you could still be a mentor to that AEW roster. You've got a lot of young talent that looks up to you. The day that you debuted, 
in the ring in AEW with your brother, Matt, I promise you, Darby probably pissed his pants because I think it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm getting, you know, something I've always wanted. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can and, tell it his eyes. And still, even when he had the matches, he's still thinking in his head, like, oh my gosh, I am wrestling Jeff Hardy, you know? <laughs> Darby looks up to you. There's a lot of young talent that looks up to you. You know, um, you you're you're a wrestler and these younger wrestlers coming up, they look up to you and you want to give them a good image. You want to be able to, you know, give them a good mentor, a good role model. So Jeff, as a true fan of yours, which I hope to meet you one day and your brother, Matt, because you're obviously the Hardy Boys, but please get better for all of us. We're counting on you and we want you to get better. And I'm pretty sure, you know, everyone, I know a few people out there, you know, they were in your position. Um, as soon as they got help and they stuck with it, they felt so much better about themselves. They felt more alive. And I think you will too. Mm-hmm. So please, from the bottom of my heart, get better. And here's to great recovery on the way. Okay. So here's what, all right. Here's, all right, here's what I found out. Yes, when he was in the drive, when he got pulled over, he was going for he was going for a brain scan. Here's why. Come to find out, after the last pay per view, when they had that match against the um, Young Bucks, Jeff um, Jeff took like a bad fall or something like that. So his head was his head was uh, pretty smashed in or whatever. So the original plan. This is what I read. The original plan for the triple threat ladder match on this past Wednesday was for the Hardys to win and become champion. But after the last pay-per-view, um, Tony was sending Jeff for a brain scan. So they were going to um, film something to kind of take them out of the match. So they were never really going to be in the match uh, come Wednesday. But come, but um, yeah, after Jeff's arrest, they just t- took him out all the advertising and everything like that to be in with. So, yeah, Tony was sending him for that brain scan because of what happened after the last pay-per-view. And then, unfortunately, he just ended up drinking before it. <sighs> Jeff, we do wish you the best, and maybe it is time to lay the, the, hang him up. Okay, so... Before we continue with the show and actually talk about wrestling that's been going on TV, uh, Jolie, you have your popcorn ready? You have your tea ready? Because, yeah, because uh, we want some tea. We want some gossip. We want some uh, recaps. Kayla had the time of her life on Saturday, June 11th. To, just from the little bit that we got on the text messages and everything, but Kayla, the floor is yours. What happened? Um, Masters of Ring Entertainment um, presented um, more wrestling, a new beginning in High Point, North Carolina. Um, They had Fan Fest. Their match cards were stacked. Um, It was just the environment of being there. You know, you fell alive. Um, Little note before I jump into the recap, Cat and Jolie, before I get into one of the meet and greets, Cat and Jolie was wondering and was worried about me passing out the site of this meet and greet. 
but they forgot to mention Mama Larissa, my mama. She was, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, oh my God. It was like, you thought you, you had to worry about her. And she looked at me, she says, is this what WrestleMania is like? I said, this is like WrestleMania big time. She goes, oh my gosh, where are they? What, they're in California next year. I said, yes, ma'am. She says, I don't care. She says, I don't care if I have to sell body organs. We're going to go to the one in Vegas. You know, so she's, that's how hyped she is. We want, we're going to sit down, figure out everything. But anyway. Um, no, 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 no. See, we didn't have to worry about Mama Larissa because Orange Cassidy wasn't there. True. <laughs> so that's why we weren't worried about Mama Larissa. Now it was you a Killer Cross and Scarlet. Because apparently you've been showing a lot more of Scarlet than you have of Killer. Ma'am, I'm the lesbian of the group. No. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, so we were walking um, through. We ended up coming on the inside the gate on the opposite side, which is okay. And some guy took us down there to the meet and greet. Well, we ended up coming, since we came in the wrong way, we ended up behind Teddy Long. And mom goes, we got to meet him. We got to meet him. So we got in the line. We got our tickets originally what we had paid for. So we ended up paying for Teddy Long. So he was in there. Real, real awesome guy. Um, you know, met him and he um, shook his hand. I told him, I said, always loved how you do. Holla, holla, holla. And uh, he says, hang on there a minute, playa. You know, <laughs> and then, you know, it's just great meeting him. Mom meet him and brought up Anderson, South Carolina, because he's very familiar with it. Um, so that kind of made his day. Cool. Um, then a little funny note. Um, this guy did wrestle. Um, we'll, we'll get into that later when I do like the match recap or whatever. Um, one guy, you all know him as Jackson Riker, which he's now Gunner. I was walking over to Bambi, the Masters of Ring Entertainment, to um, ask her a question. And anyway, um, but he walks right in front of me, cuts me off, and I'm literally standing shoulder to shoulder to this guy. And a part of me is like, okay, I just want to smack you in the back of the head, but I didn't. Um, But anyway, that was... You, You wanted to channel your inner me, didn't you? Yeah, the Jolie part of me was trying to come out. <laughs> I really wanted to say, that's for Jolie. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, anyway, besides that fact, then we stood around, we were sitting there, and the time was, well, five minutes till Killer Cross has come because he came in at five. We, I had um, my shirt on, and Mom had one of hers on. I had my shirt on, but it was Killer Cross. He looked over at us, and... He waved and I was like, Mom, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. She goes, Calm down. So, about two minutes till, I said, Let's start edging over because there was like two other people. She says, We can. I said, Mom, as soon as it opens up, he starts at five. We can get in. Here I am standing in line going, Oh my God, I'm number two in line. I'm number two in line. Mom goes, You got this. You got this. So, thinking, Okay. You know, I was breathing, you know, trying not to breathe too hard. Well, anyway, the two guys moved ahead, and there they were. I shook across his hand. Scarlett was standing there, and I said, he says, how are you? And I said, good. I said, I am Kayla, writer chaos on Twitter. He goes, yep, I see you. <laughs> and, uh, and that kind of made me feel like he notices, you know, and then I said, you two, this is such an honor. You both two are an inspiration to me. You're two of my absolute favorites. 
and I felt the tears and I'm trying not to cry, you know, and Scarlett goes, can I get you an autograph or something? Or us and the guy's like, she's got a group photo with both of you. And um, so they came or she's like, oh, even better. So we took the picture. Scarlett gave me a hug and, you know, crossed it too. And just wow. meeting them, they were just legit the most awesome people to meet. Really, um, he even cracked a, um, he mom, when she got her picture, they have pictures on her Facebook where he's laughing. They were, he did a knock-knock joke with my mom. <laughs> he goes, all right, I'm going to do it. He goes, knock-knock. Who's there? Me. Me, who? me walking out as a world champion tonight and my mom goes <laughs> my mom goes you better so he cracked up so that was how the meet and greet and at that point I felt that little spark and I'm just like man this is this is great and then we got to our seat well we got to our seats and the battle royal that they had was on the kickoff and okay. of course like always this is what was awesome Kenny uh Ken Ken Anderson which is known as Mr. Kennedy and Teddy yeah. Long went at it with each other like old times. I mean, it was just awesome. Like through the whole first part of the thing, they were going at each other. Oh, Anderson's man. like, Anderson's like, I can do better. I still got it. He says, put yourself in the battle royal, beat out 19 other men, then we'll talk. Well, the bat, all the other guys come out. Battle royal's gone. Mom and I was going, where's Anderson? Turns out this fool is up underneath the ring, hiding out. Oh, that little bitch. And I said, nah, same old, same old. Never hasn't changed. Well, he poured a horror swoggle. <laughs> <laughs> right? Holy well, crap. Anyway, um, anyway, one of the indie wrestlers that was there, he was actually part of Penta's um, handler, uh, was there to help Penta with, you know, the meet and greets. Mom ended up meeting him. I think his name was Dre. I'm still trying to figure out because mom apparently had a crush on him. Um, well, anyway, it got down to him and this guy named Trey which he calls himself on Twitter. I followed calls himself the baby Keith Lee. And if you look at him, he does look like a baby Keith Lee. Um, I'll have to send it to you, Kat. Um, (laughs) But he gets into the ring. Y'all think he's celebrating. Anderson comes up behind him like, look behind you. Anderson throws him over the rope and Anderson wins the match. Oh, here comes Teddy Long. Teddy goes, no, 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 player, player. You didn't do it right. (laughs) He's, I'm going to put you in a match later and prove me right so he brought out later on well, anyway he brought out cw anderson which is happens to be from that area then okay. ken anderson got his win i mean that was a that was a funny match that was great um he was um both of these were doing meet and greets there but i didn't meet him uh scott steiner came out and took out some guy that kept running his mouth um ricky steamboat came out there to announce the pro wrestling just hearing his music seeing him in the ring okay. you know was phenomenal right um they had an indie match tim and uh devin worthy was a good match um barry they had to restart it twice because devin worthy was cheating several times and the pin wasn't clean so they restarted it mm-hmm. um then i will jump to this one only because i thought it was entertaining it was funny the gunner versus hang time match <laughs> It was a funny match to watch. There was one point, I didn't get it on video, but um, I really didn't take much pictures of this match due to, you know, not really being a fan of him. Um, But he did throw hang time up. Gunner did put hang time over his knee one time, sitting on the chair in the ropes and started smacking his butt. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There was times, it was since it was in a baseball field, hang time, I'm going to run the bases. So he starts running the bases. 
Gunner's just sitting there looking at him like, all right, well, Gunner's barely running, and Hangtime looks behind him and starts taking off because Gunner's catching up with him. Um, Hype, the uh, mascot, came out and helped Gunner win the match. I mean, I didn't really care who won. It was just a funny. It was entertaining. And above all, a good match to watch. Um, then the next match was the Queen of Diamonds Women's Championship. Savannah Evans versus Rachel Elring versus Scarlett Bordeaux. Ooh. And I'm Those thinking. Are, that, that's, a, that's a trio. Because mm-hmm. Savannah Evans, I've seen pictures of her in a little bit of clips. She's a big bitch. Mm-hmm. And it was an elimination match. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be, well, you had one part of the arena yelling Rachel and you had one part yelling for Scarlett. And I looked at mom and I said, this is going to be epic if she walks out tonight. It's got to be epic. So back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, guess what? Miss Scarlett eliminated Miss Savannah Evans. It got down to her and Rachel. Okay. And I'm thinking, oh, this is not good. This is not good. And all of a sudden, she and you hear, and the new Queen mm-hmm. of Diamonds champion, Scarlett Bordeaux. And I'm like, mom goes, this is it. Cross is getting it tonight. And I said, we don't know. She said, we don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Um, quick, quick question. Quick question. Who went into the match as champion? None. Uh, Terry. Oh, Reynolds, the first. Terry Reynolds actually came out with a little Chihuahua, little doggy, and got into the ring. That that belt had actually been vacant for two years. Ah, gotcha. And since more wrestling was coming into belt, they brought it in as their championship. So Scarlett actually became the first one in that part. So. She's the first champion into the more wrestling masters of ring entertainment. Gotcha. Okay. Um, next one, we had Penta's match uh, coming out. He went up against impact wrestling, Matt Taven. Um, mm-hmm. That was, that was an interesting match seeing both of them. And then obviously Penta won and Matt Taven ran his mouth like a little bitch, but um, Hey, it happens. Um, then it comes down to the main event. Mm. More wrestling heavyweight champion Fred Rosser, aka Darren Young, mm-hmm. versus Killer Cross. It was a one on one. I thought it was a triple threat. It was supposed to, but Scott Steiner was not in it. Ah, he came gotcha. out and whatever. At some point, I don't think I don't know why. Well, anyway, okay. he comes out. Fred comes out. Then Cross comes out. Gets in there. He does this little round his waist like I'm coming out as champion. He gets in the ring. Fritz, you can't really hear what they're saying. I was so glad I got this on video. Um, but right before the match, Fred's running his mouth, running his mouth, running his mouth. And next thing you know, Cross flips him off. Killer activated. And um, kept going through, kept, you know, the match was epic. You know, they threw everything they could at each other. Um, then it got down to where Cross was sitting there just revving up that elbow and I looked at mom and I said, yeah, buddy, here we go. And he got the three <laughs> count and he was the winner. He won. They both came as champion. And then what even made it even more better, Scarlett came out per title. They stood in the ring. They posed together. And the guy that actually at the beginning that helped us go to the meet and greet was actually one of the refs. All the helpers there at the event was part either refs or indie wrestlers, which I thought right. was really cool. Yeah. Um, so 
he comes out. He was the ref for that match, and Cross called him back out there. Oh, and Anderson came out at one point and wanted to jump Cross, and Cross was like, come on. And I'm like, you don't want part of him. So Anderson left and went back. You know, I guess you know how he's always trying to be intrigued. Suicidal. That's crazy. <laughs> um, Maybe he needs a brain scan. <laughs> <laughs> but Savage. Um, but um, anyway, he called the ref back out there, Killer Cross did, and he says, Some people call me the bad guy, but I don't understand why. And he says, I want everyone to leave here tonight experiencing something epic turns around after the ref had already put the belt tightened the fasten the belt around his waist he turns around and puts the ref in the uh straight jacket and poor ref is over there still passed the hell out after the fact um well anyway where our seats were they were walking by they were walking out holding hands or whatever and they separated there was a little boy that comes up and he was going like this to cross you know like he's trying to fight him. Well, he jumps the barricade. Cross mm-hmm. jumps the barricade after him, and he starts fish punching. Little boy fish past the um, started putting his arms up. Cross go, oh, oh, okay, okay, I got you. And, <laughs> and you know he it was. Then they went right by, and I said, congratulations, Cross. He reaches up and uh, fist palms me. Aww. And Scarlet was there. I said, congrats, Scarlet. And she had to jump. I put my hand out. She had to jump to get my hand. It was, I was like, oh, you're too short. But no, hey, but I mean, in my, in my I mean, I know I'm short, but in my opinion, I had the upper hand. So she had no choice but to jump. Um, this match, meeting them, everything was epic. Them coming out as champion. Awesome seeing two of your favorites live for the first time. Coming out as champion. Um, getting a chance to meet them. Getting noticed on your social media um the famous question is everyone's been asking me is your wrestling vibe back after this match and i think i've kept everyone in the dirt so the final answer i got two words for you i'm back yay and I think with this, um, July 31st, um, it's already in the works. Um, I've already bought her photo op. I think it's going to spark it even more. I will be meeting Chris Statlander. And also on the list, I'm debating. I do know I do want to, Ruby Soho is going to be there. Um, thinking about meeting her. Uh, Victorious. <laughs> Victorious. No, 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 no. I, I, the only one that I've not met of the Riot Squad is Liv. Um, but Ruby was the most humble. She was so grateful to be part of uh, w- uh, the Access Weekend. Sarah was so grateful to be part of the Access Weekend when I met them. Like, if you have a chance, like, Ruby is one of the ones that you should meet just because she's just humble, down to earth, um, and she's just fucking cool. So I would say if you have the money, do it. I'm planning on meeting her, um, possibly meeting Victoria because she's supposed to be there. Um, uh, mean crazy Victoria? Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> Unfortunately, since I'm being there Sunday, Mickey James will not be there. So she's only there Friday and Saturday. It kind of saddened me. Um, but Adam Page, I'm still debating if I want to meet him or not. Um, and then I think Savannah Evans is going to be there, but I don't have her on the list to meet. But um Kaylin King's going to be on there and I'm kind of, I'm planning on meeting her too. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be an epic night at galaxy con. Can't wait um, for that. So more wrestling. 
um, basically sparked it, brought it back, and I think Galaxy Con's going to keep it there because this is what has happened to me in the past. I've gone to an event, it's came back, and then it's just the downfall. So I'm actually going to event to event an event back to back. So hopefully it sticks, but right now it's there. Yeah. Sweetness. I, I was mad because I had to work the Kenny Chesney concert and uh, there was a meet and greet up in New Jersey. And Malachi Black was there. Oh no! Yeah, it was at Six Flags, so I would have been able to get in for free. But then, like, you buy like if you're a ticket holder, you get like a, a percentage off. Um, I think like Foley was there, but like it would have been the I mainly would have gone just for Malachi, just because again, been a huge fan of Tommy for a while. Right. I would have worn my black mask gear. Um, so like. I will always think if you have the chance to meet them, do it. This is one thing I will say about anything because uh, for the rest of my life, I'm going to regret this. I had the chance to meet Carrie Fisher. I lost my glasses. I had to make a choice. Go get new glasses or meet Carrie Fisher. I had to get new glasses. If I just kept wearing my glasses in my cosplay and just just dealt with it uh I, I, everything would have been fine but i had to take my glasses off and can't see shit without my glasses but i took my glasses off for uh for a second and then lost them in a crowd of new york comic con so you know you were not getting those back and then having to run 10 blocks in new york city to find a place that does my eyeglasses that could just call up my lens crafters and get the thing sent over them so they can make new glasses and then running back to my hotel to wash off all my cosplay because I was depressed running back and then going back to the con like that just and then she was done for the day by the time I got back Mm. so I will always say if you get the chance to meet somebody that has been an inspiration in your life unless they're an asshole in real life then don't do it But, you know, missing out on meeting Carrie Fisher is always going to be something that I'm going to regret because that's my princess. That's my general. So, and with the climate of the world, she would just be saying everybody, fuck you, and putting her giant middle finger. And she'd be cussing out everybody that is coming for a little child that I swear to God is the reincarnation of Carrie Fisher. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch Obi-Wan because that little child that plays young Leia Holy shit. If she starts <laughs> flipping people off, then I absolutely fucking know she's the reincarnation of Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Speaking of meet and greets, today in Dallas, Texas, you have Bella Twins, Alexa Bliss, Riddle, AJ Styles, Edge, Ric Flair, Seamus, Seth Rollins, Undertaker, and Carmella. Uh, it doesn't help me to find out about this now. I just like one fifteen, and it's like fan a four-hour trip. Uh, it's Fan Expo Dallas at the K Bailey Hutchinson Center. But, yeah, I was, yeah, that's where they had um, the access for it. Man, I gotta find out. Um, I gotta find out if they added more people to Starcast for next month in uh, Nashville because I have everything paid for. I have everything paid for that trip except for um, uh, car rental. But it's like flights are paid for, hotels paid for, and so as soon as I get the car rental paid for, then I can uh, 
I could start uh, looking at uh, extracurricular activities while we're there. Yeah. Okay. So this was the lineup at Six Flags. It was Malachi Black, Mick Foley, Enzo, Eric Rowan, Mickey James, Eddie Taven, Eddie King, or Matt Taven, Eddie Kingston, many more, plus two people that I would have gotten arrested for beating the shit out of. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at how those two that two people are? Less. Let me let me take a guess because I'll probably be uh, right there with you. Tay Conti and Sammy Guevara. Yep. <laughs> I would fucking punch the shit out of both of them. I am sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I would be like, you know what, motherfucker? I don't care that you apologized and Sasha accepted your apology. I'm a sexual assault survivor. Fuck you. So, in other terms, we're going to make a note here. If any of the three of us are here, Cat. If we all go to come uh, to a event or something together and those two are there, you need to keep me and Julie far, 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 far away from them because we'll probably go to jail and you'll be bailing us out. Yeah. Or uh, okay. start saving for bail money. Yeah, you have a choice. You can either go to the event or you can go to the event with us or you stay at home and save for bail money because you're going to need it. <laughs> uh, I'd, rather be at, I'd rather be at the event just like... Girls, no, this way. Jolie, be go. Jolie, be like, let me just, just one good punch, please. <laughs> and it's like, and it, it won't be an easy task either because the three of us are like, we're, we're, it's like we're heavy women, so it's just like, <laughs> and they're short. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I know that I'm the shortest out of all three of us. So this that would really be a feat for me because I'm the shortest of all three of us. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right, let's see. Crazy tweet, crazy tweet, crazy tweet. Okay, Kayla, you're going to laugh your ass off at this. But I'm, a, but I'm bringing up this tweet because I need, you, I need your opinion about what's happened the last couple of weeks as well. At Glock Lesnar tweeted out, just facts accept it. And it's like, uh, this is, these these people are better than these people and everything and so we have a tweet of these clowns from aew jd drake uh ziggler's little brother um the librarian and that big european guy i have Mm -hmm. no idea who he is everything that they're better than judgment day with finn oh hell no Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Because I'm going to say right now, I am really, really, really liking Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Finn Balor together. I mean, Finn's getting used. I mean, this is most epic. I like it. And I'm just going to make it short and sweet because I see our gesture up there. She's um, biting at the tip here, but I'm going to make this short and sweet. Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Finn Balor can run fucking circles around everybody in that group, including the roster. And unless you get the opportunity to wrestle them, especially Finn Balor, because if you've seen him in New Japan and other stuff in his indies before he even got started in the WWE, he kicked ass. So, no. Are they better than Judgment Day? Hell no. Judgment Day is on the top of that because of the talent that's in there. 
And just because she's a girl, she can knock out every single one of those guys with one kick, including that little librarian, which is also going to be at Galaxy Con. But I ain't meeting you because I don't like you. Yeah, he's a waste. He's he, he's a waste of a ticket, meet and greet ticket. So, whatever. Um, just no. Don't even say that. Don't even put Judgment Day is better than this in your mouth. Because to be honest with you, if you really want me to choose over factions, in my opinion, I like the House of Black, but I think Judgment Day is a little bit stronger than the House of Black, and they got Malachi, and that's saying a lot. Okay. That is saying, that is definitely saying a lot. Uh, Jolie, anything to add? I was just going to say that Finn Balor alone can run circles around those that that little shit group also even if they had edge edge can run circles around that entire mm-hmm. fucking roster um and i've said this before you know uh, the the amount of thing the the shit that was coming out of Brody king's mouth earlier about you know how judgment day was a ripoff of house of black um and you know we all pointed out that you're an idiot because everybody rips off of everybody mm-hmm. Damian Priest can run circles around Brody King. Brody King is just basically a bruiser. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Finn can beat the crap out of. Le- Rhea, his girlfriend, can beat the crap out of. <laughs> and um, I would have killed to see Edge versus Malachi Black. <sighs> but again, the amount of star power, especially with the technical and you know, strong style that Finn does have since his New Japan days, mm-hmm. he can outclass and outwork everybody in House of Black as well. Speaking of New Japan and everything, it's like I didn't think we would be interested in it, but Steve and I are really considering about uh, watching Forbidden Door next week. It's going to be an intriguing pay per view, I'm telling you, for what. Yeah, it's like some of this. Yeah, it's like some of the matches that are coming together is just like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like I don't watch New Japan for obvious reasons because it's like in the butt crack in the morning when I'm sleeping. But <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right, so let me see. I got another one here. Um, he's only he's one stop wrestling tweeted this out, but. Jim Cornette claims Liv Morgan is too girly to be a wrestler. Jolie? Go ahead. That look said it all. (laughs) It's like, go ahead. Go ahead, Jolie. She's just, there we go. Corny, 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 corny. There's a lot of things that you and I do not agree on. There are a lot of things that we do agree on. We are both non- fans of mud show wrestling we're not fans of the blading so we agree with some things but this this my misogynistic friend shut the fuck up girly y'all watch the jersey shore to watch the girls fight and they're girlier than than live then what if she's girly if she's girly can somebody say what the hell trish stratus was sable jacqueline ivory molly holly terry runnels miss kitty stacy keebler another one i was gonna get to thank you 
Stacy Keebler, <laughs> Kelly Kelly. Yep. Kelly Kelly was a fucking champion. Yeah. Melina, Victoria, Mickey James. I will leave Lita off of this list because she's more punk. True. Than girly girl. But she can wear a dress and kill it and make everybody fucking drool over her and has a step mommy mommy. Um, but to say that Liv is too girly, then you basically have not been watching wrestling. Uh, as much as I despise, loathe, and think that she is a shit wrestler, Ty Conti is more girly than Liv Morgan. Yeah. Britt is more girly than Liv Morgan. Jade is more girly than Britt Morgan. Am I wrong, though? No, you're not wrong. Just because you look female and look a little bit more girly, which I don't even understand what girly even means. What, they dress pretty? Well, shit. Look at her dressed up as uh, when she did the, the, the Undertaker photo shoot and John Cena photo shoot. Again, Liv, step on me. Because that was fucking sexy as shit. There's a difference between girly, sexy, and badass. And Liv can pull off all three. And you, my corny motherfucker, can take several seats because apparently you have not touched a woman in years. I yield my floor. Kayla, go ahead. <laughs> um, I actually have three, but here's the first one. At Ball Pit said, Ronda Rousey's got to be the worst talent to ever be employed by this company. I wouldn't say the worst, but she's still... She's still new. She, I mean, yeah. She, she's still newish and everything. Still trying. It, it, it seems like this is her second run and everything, but it's like she's still trying to get her bearings as far as like speaking and then the ring and everything like yeah. that. In ring during the matches and everything, it's like she's gotten better and stuff like that but promo wise and speaking and everything it still like she's still getting her bearings a bit she's improving and uh, and like i said if i had to say worse eva marie would probably been the worst ones i think you would ever throw do in not there. bring that woman back to wwe oh hell no in wrestling in general no exactly. no, 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 no no wait 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 ronda's the worst um i'm, I'm sorry have you met ty conti <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yes, I can't stand her. Wait, right, in WWE though, in WWE. She was in WWE. That's what I'm saying. She sucked in NXT. <laughs> she couldn't even get the crowd over for her at all. Nope. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, I, I I saw her wrestle in person and nobody fucking cheered. I don't know how, what dick she's sucking. Is she sucking the crowd off to get them to cheer for her? I don't know. My uh, friend was, I don't remember what pay-per-view it was, but um, when did Jay go, uh, when did Jay go versus Tay Conti for the TBS championship? What pay-per-view was that? I don't remember. It was months ago. I don't remember. I'm just saying uh, my friend, one of my friends was at that event. She says, she says, even Jade was the heel that says the crowd was so far for Jade, it wasn't even funny. Okay. Next one. Next one. At this Luke Owen. This is Luke Owen. Okay. WWE copying AT- AEW's 
interim champion gimmick by crowning an interim CEO. Shaking my head. That's business. There's interim shit for business all the time. Ugh. I'm in the business world and I fucking know that. Mm-hmm. Same. So basically, this guy should be saying, Oh, this whole intern champion has been, you know, still shut the fuck up. Why is everyone trying to turn shit into AEW versus WWE? Because they have nothing better to fucking do because they're little fanboys with their thumbs up their asses and Tony's con cock in their mouth. I'm sorry. He must sell cock lollipops from him to keep sucking. Oh! <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> The new, the new AEW snack line, Cock Pops. You can get one for a dollar or for a 10-pack, $9.99 in our AEWshop.com. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I had to, Julie, post that. Anyway, oh, back to the tweet. Back to the tweet that we talked about and you told me to save it at the beginning. Okay, okay, okay. Ric Flair feels that he can be better fundamentally than 85% of the WWE AEW roster. Jester? Oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, Jolly. Go ahead, Jolly. Rick, you're not even better than Sting. And if Jake the Snake's snake was still alive, you wouldn't be better than that fucking snake. Sit your fucking helicopter dicked ass at home. I forget what wrestler said this. They said, if you get in that ring, we're going to watch you fucking die. And as much as you irritate the fuck out of me, I don't want that. You need to learn to shut the fuck up. There are some people in this world that need to get off of Twitter. You are number one on my list right now, buddy. We just need to shut the hell up in general and everything. And I, I, I feel that sites like No DQ and I hate saying the Sean Ross Sap and <clears throat> Fightful stop giving attention to Flair. He's like fucking Tinkerbell. He needs cheers to survive. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got one more. I got one more to add to that mix and everything. Uh, I got one more uh, tweet to add that'll fuel this fire too. Because No DQ also tweeted out, Ric Flair feels people like Randy Orton and his daughter Charlotte are being quote unquote held back. Twenty four fucking championships at least between the two of them. Held back? Oh my god, you crotchety old motherfucker! Jesus fucking Christ! On a crutch, shut the fuck up! The people being held back were the ones that your daughter was fucking burying. Like Liv Morgan, like Tony Storm, hell, fucking Becky Lynch. So yeah. you can take your wankly fucking tiny dick fucking helicopter ass to the geriatric home and shut the fuck up and get your medication, you simple fucking old man. Hell, this shit with Charlotte, I mean, this shit with uh, Sasha and everything uh, kind of snowballed because Charlotte had to get her way with getting her feud against Rhonda because Rhonda was available and everything. So. No, I saw that and I was like, like, you gotta be kidding me, old man. Fuck. Ugh. Muzzle. Please. Shit. Kayla? 
Um, no. Honestly, I will say the short and sweet. Not being held back. Um, definitely. But I will say this. I know John Cena has it right now. For your most reigns at 16. Ric Flair. I'm going to laugh in my, excuse me, I'm going to laugh in your face when your daughter, Charlotte Flair, beats your record by 17, 18, and 19. Hell, I'd like to make her, see her be a 20-time champion just so we can rub it in your face. They're not being <laughs> held back. Not they are, place. honestly, if you think about it, yes, Orton has not been a WWE champion since the last time he lost it. Yes, he was Raw Tag Team Champions with Riddle, but the thing is, he's not being held back. He's in the position where WWE, when the right opportunity mm-hmm. gets pushed, it's going to be him. Right. Same way with Charlotte. I'm not, it, and do I believe it's right? No, because you got people that's been there that's still there that hasn't had the chance to be a champion. But I guarantee when Charlotte returns from her honeymoon and her, you know, celebration with Andrade, which congratulations on it, on the marriage. Um, when she returns, what's going to happen? She's going to be edged right back into the championship title. Right. And so, yeah, Ric Flair, like Jolie said, shut the fuck up. And get your old ass out of the ring. Don't do any more in-ring matches or anything. Just stay away from WWE. Stay away from any wrestling event. Go home, sit down, shut your mouth, and delete all social media. And thank you. And have a yeah, nice day. You, yes, ha- thank have, you. As, as I've learned to say towards some people that are just fucking ignorant and stupid, have the day you're deserved. And dude, Kayla, I am fucking jealous. I'm looking at the lineup for this Galaxy Con in, in, in July. I mean, I, I don't care about the wrestlers because I've met most of them, especially Sting, awesome guy. Um, but dude, you've got fucking, let's see. You've got Silent Bob. You have Jay. You've got Katie Sackoff from Mandalorian fame. So we could you could talk to her about Sasha. <laughs> you got Tom Welling, Erica Durant, Michael Rosenbaum, and John Glover from Smallville fame. And I'm a huge John Glover fan. Like if I ever get a chance to meet him, I hope I get to. And then you have the incomparable, the sexy, the most sweetest person in the entire fucking world, Cat Burrell from Winona Earp fame, and the creator of Winona Earp herself, or the writer of Winona Earp and Lost Girl, Emily Andros. What the hell? Oh, can't forget you got the wonderful hot throb from Saved by the Bell, Mr. Zach Morris, Mark Polkas, Lars will be there as well. Uh, doesn't tickle my fancy. <laughs> But, okay, watch that a lot. <laughs> but you know, you got Sean Gunn from uh, Suicide Squad fame. I, I was like, look at this. Well, shit, you got fucking Barry Boswick. I'd mm-hmm. have him, I would have him sign Teddy Whitey's though. <laughs> you know, honestly, I knew who Barry Boswick was. But then when I started looking at Reese, I was like, why do I feel like, and I, why, I didn't realize he was the dad in Honey, I Shrink the Kids and all that. I didn't realize that. I was like, what? Where have I been all this time? <laughs> Dude! It's fucking... Mm. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Uh... <sighs> oh my 
God, lips, lips, lips. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Fucking hell. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but, okay, also, I, I just saw this because I'm scrolling. You have the voice of Baby Dinosaur. You mean there. Baby Sinclair. And he did the voice of Elmo and Splinter in the wow. Oh. And the voice actors are cool as shit too. Matt Latner that did Anakin, uh, who was also in 90210 and other TV shows. And you've got Aladdin, Jasmine, and Jafar. That and you can't mm, rest in peace. I miss Iago. But no, like, I'm like, and uh, you know what? Fuck you, Austin St. John, if that shit about you is true. Piece of trash. <laughs> but no, nah, Jay and Silent Bob is fucking cool as shit, dude. Like, they are some of the yeah. coolest fucking people. Um, I mean, you, you do get Captain Kirk, but he, Shatner is always doing cons. So that, but yeah, no, that, I've been wanting to get the Smallville cast for a while. I was like, I don't have don't have the money for this one hopefully they do another they're supposed to go to new york so we'll see what happens but i don't have any tweets for you guys um like i said my social media has been more towards a lot of uh pop culture shit uh i just dropped my first two episodes of the jt's forum uh they are on my, my personal site and uh the edf pop culture site we'll be posting them as well um I do not know if I'm going to be creating a specific site for them or if I'm actually going to make a web page for that. Um, I'm going to try to pump out a couple episodes when I get back from vacation. Maybe pump one out tonight after I'm done editing this because I leave early in the morning for Virginia. Um, but uh, I think the stupidest thing I've seen all weekend is a bunch of uh, 55,000 plus people uh drunk off their ass at a concert last night and she was at work <laughs> yeah and I-, I will say this i only know one kenny chesney song and one of the songs that they were singing is can't we all get along and as soon as i leave there's a guy selling t-shirts that says fire joe and his hoe and come kamala swallows yeah let's all get along go fuck yourself i'm sorry okay it's like the dude sings a song about you know oh i'm sorry that was <laughs> oh bad continue i don't know why you just screamed bubbles like that no back uh, to the galaxy con tara strong the voice of bubbles is gonna be from the powerpuff girls <laughs> okay so you have to meet her 100% one of the coolest fucking people. Actually, I have her autograph. Sweet as can be. She's also the voice of the incomparable Harley Quinn. And if you ever mm-hmm. see the videos with her and Mark, Mark Hamill together, oh, every time I see that on Facebook, I will always retweet it or resend it. it just share it because she is absolutely amazing. She's been an icon uh, for iconic voice actor for years. So she is one of the coolest fucking people. But yeah, and I was like, you know, how are you going to go to a concert that says, come on, everybody get along. You know, we can, you're all a part of this. We're all a part of this. Grab a beer, you know, sit down, talk your shit out. You go out and you see that shit. And I just, 
ah, I just hate people right now, dude. <laughs> the amount of stupid shit that I'm dealing with uh, with my community is just there. Mm, Texas is fucking up big time. Uh, yeah, no, there's a church in Texas that uh, basically came out and said they want to execute gay people. Where? At the steadfast. They said it was in Texas where they maybe they have a church in Texas. It's a different branches. But yeah, no, no. There's I think there's a South Carolina guy that said the same thing too. He was running for uh Congress. He wants us arrested, he wants us charged, and then executed. Oh my god. Fucking idiots. And I I've said this before on the show, but do not um blame every Texan for the stupidity that you hear and everything because it's not all of us, trust me. I'm not blaming all of Texas. I'm just saying it's happening in Texas. Oh, I know, I know, but I'm I'm just saying in general. I'm just saying in general. All right. Well, before we wrap this fest fest of a show up and everything, I got one more tweet to kind of piggyback off how SmackDown ended this past Friday and everything. Killer match between Riddle and Roman. Riddles like stepped it the fuck up, but of course Roman ended up winning. And then when we had the return of Brock Lesnar for obvious reasons, um, because star power is down in WWE and two major uh, superstars who were going to be thrust in the spotlight are currently injured. Randy, hope, hope you get better soon. And we know Cody's on the right track. All right. So after SmackDown, and I cannot believe he even opened his mouth. Grayson Waller tweets this out. Welcome back, Brock Lesnar. Got any plans Tuesday night? I've got a little bloodline problem myself. Happy to wear a cowboy hat if that helps. Uh, Grayson, 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 Grayson. Brock don't fucking care about your ass. He don't care about your bloodline problem. I am just hoping that at Money in the Bank... A certain person that I despise wins it. And then history will repeat itself at SummerSlam. Except this time Roman will get the pin. And then at the Clash of the Castle, Drew McIntyre will beat Roman Reigns. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. Now, people bitching, well, they're bringing Brock back. Again, they had to bring Brock back. It was supposed to be Orton. Mm-hmm. And... You know, as much as people will Brock over so much of Brock, 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 who cares about Brock? Again, Brock brings in eyeballs. I mean, at least he's won an MMA fight. Um, at least he's, and you know what? I'm going to say this and it's going to piss off you AEW fans. He's a better champion than Punk ever was. And the fact, and again, this, us talking about, you know, the WW or not uh, AEW people that were there from the beginning and these outsiders getting the titles. I mean, yes, I know Jade has the title. Uh, She's kind of a, one of theirs, but you know, with Punk winning the title and no offense to Thunder, her winning the title. These are outsiders that weren't 
I, I just I just feel them taking it off a of hangman right now was not the right call. Um but you know, I digress. Poor AEW. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I saw that tweet and everything, and I was like going, Grayson, if Brock showed up, he'd come in, F5 your ass and leave. He doesn't care about your stupid shit with uh baby oos. Okay, uh Brock, please. I want to watch that. And then I want to put it on a loop so it looks like he's flipping around like a helicopter. <laughs> Oh, um, I, I mean, I do like the fact that they've they've hooked up um, Indy with Cora and Roxanne on NXT. I mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that she's not alone anymore since they kind of let go of her t- two tag team partners. Right. Um, well, I mean, Candice's contract ran out and she didn't resign. That's for her. And with the whole Persia thing, you know, that sucked for her, but she seems to be thriving. Um. But other than that, I have nothing else. So, ladies, anything else? Kayla? I'll bounce off the Grayson Waller tweet real quick. Brock will yeah. break you in half. There ain't no it's no as a but it's about it. He'll break right? you in half. Laugh at you, throw your ass in the ring, and then look at you, laugh at you, and leave and get to the top of the ramp and laugh at you again. And then he would see that you're trying to stand up and come down and do it up. again. And do it and, again and, 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 and again it, it, and again and again and then still laugh at you because you didn't give up. Mm-hmm. So like Jolie said, give it to us. We want to see that. Yeah, We don't uh, like you. No. No. And it's like I hope Solo smashes your ass on Tuesday and everything. And then he goes on eventually taking the title from Carmelo. Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind him just being brought up right away and just no like you know let's say at SummerSlam they just have somebody attacking and hood and it's him like attacks Brock backstage we don't know who's attacking Brock backstage oh like I would I I would love like you know kind of like that like you know Brock gets jumped and but you see the Usos and Roman in the ring when this happens. That'd be a way to bring them up. That'd be cool. But <laughs> anyways, ladies, do we have anything else? Are you trying to wrap this up before me? What the hell? No. I got I got dinner plans. I know that. <laughs> I, I she said I gotta get to pack in. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, I, I I gotta I'm gonna get this uh knocked out. Yeah. Real quick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excuse us. I mean, it's like excuse me. It's like we've only had we had we had a lot to unpack. We haven't recorded together for like two weeks and everything. So yeah, and we still haven't talked about everything. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and today is the six year anniversary of one of the best cash ins of Money in the Bank ever. The night. That uh, all about, three of the Shield members held the title in the same. My fight. best favorite match of all time, which was epic, and that was amazing. Which I still gotta write that article about. It's kind of just sitting there pending. <laughs> I gotta finish that. But no, that was epic. So most definitely, yeah, that was definitely that was a cool night and everything. 
All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. I better wrap this up before Jolie makes any more subtle hints. <laughs> that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.